Welcome to Baron's House of Chaos. I'm Chris. And I'm Kat. And this is Baron's House of Chaos. Whoop, whoop. Hey. Hey, how are you? Doing all right. Good. Long good. day today. It has been a long day today, so yeah. but we need to do, uh, knock out another fun episode for That's right. Halloween-centric October. Wiggle when you say that. I do. It makes me wiggle. <laughs> hey, at least yeah. something in this house makes you wiggle. <laughs> There's lots of things that make me wiggle. All right. So let me start off with our lovely disclaimer. Um, as most of our listeners know, we have two cats, two dogs, a partridge in a pear tree. I do believe our honey bunny has flown the nest. I haven't seen her in quite a while. And then, of course, we have two black bears that like to roam the neighborhood and tear up everybody's trash. Luckily, knock on wood, knock, 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 uh, we've not had any problems no. with them getting into ours. So. No, that's, it's been good. Yeah. Though I was looking at the claw marks outside on the deck. Yes. And uh, they are a little suspect. Uh, I brought that to your attention yesterday. Yeah. Because I thought it could have been the dogs, but they're kind of wide apart. They're so too I don't know. wide apart to yeah. be our dogs. So they're just coming up and hanging out on the deck. That's kind of scaring me. Having a some bit. margaritas. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, so keeping in the spirit. In the spirit of Halloween. What you, oh. What do you got for us this week? <laughs> well, you and your lovely sound effects. Those are so cute. All right. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a long sound effect. Well, it's just a little theme song for your stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can. You can cut. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. So, keeping in line with the. <laughs> just wanted to do that once. I know you did. You just lived to cut me off of from course. talking. All right. So, once again, let me start that little segment again. Okay. So we've been dedicating the whole month of October um, to scary stories, yes, ghost paranormal, stories, paranormal stuff, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and it's been really fun. We've yeah. had a couple of strange, can't explain things happening. I know it's uh, kinda, that's kind of weird. <laughs> it is kind of weird. So, but I thought keeping in the spirit of things and. You know, I love when you and I sit down and just do a show together, yes. you know, without a guest. So I Well, thought, we can do it in the nude. <laughs> well, you're half nude right now, <laughs> so we're almost there. But I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about some of the North Carolina legends, myths, and spooky facts. Okay. I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff. Okay. Um, some of it is kind of creepy. Okay. I'm um, just... What I did is I just kind of picked out some of the, the favorite ones that I came across and, you know, just a little bit of a snippet. want to get your reaction on it, okay. see what you think about yeah. it, because you've not seen any no. of the stuff that I've researched. So the first thing I'm going to start with is we have two well-known haunted bridges okay. in North Carolina. All right. uh, the first one is called Lydia. The Ghost of Jamestown Bridge, okay. which is in Jamestown, North Carolina, Guilford County. 
And the story behind that one, it's believed that it's the spirit of a young woman who haunts the underpasses of two bridges. And that would be Lydia? That would be Lydia. Okay. Okay. One is a railroad bridge over East Main Street, which is still currently in use. Okay. And the other is just an abandoned bridge nearby. And the story of that is it was believed that this young lady Mm -hmm. died in a fatal car accident. It happened a long time ago, and everything that I read, um, it's the story talks about a young girl named Mary Lydia Jones and how her and her boyfriend were on their way to a dance or a prom, you know, whatever. The, the typical story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and th- it was a dark, rainy night. Of course. Yep, and that's what I said, too, when I was reading it. I was like, huh, this kind of sounds like a movie, like a movie plot. But, you know, dark, stormy night, boyfriend lost control of the car, and they crashed. Okay? Okay. Now, to tell you how long ago this was, and it's it's this is based on local lore f- reports and stuff, and the very first sighting of her mm-hmm. goes all the way back to 1924. 1924. Yeah, mm. and my first thought was, did they have proms and dances back then? No, no one danced before <laughs> 1960. Well, you know. Oh, you know, boy. Footloose. It was forbidden in their town. So. Well, it could have been. It was North Carolina. Everything was forbidden. <laughs> right. When right. I first moved down here, you couldn't get liquor by the drink. Really? Yeah. You're telling our age now. Hush. So, but yeah, I thought that one was oh. really interesting. Um, and of course, you know, over the past 70 or more years, it, there's been reports of a young woman in white standing by the road. She's trying to flag down motorists. You know, everybody... Has those stories? I've heard. I've I found lots of stories like this from different areas. Oh yeah. The the, well, there's so. the there's the the girl who died going to prom or whatever, and she'll get in your car with you, and then when yes. you get to her house, she's not in the car anymore, and the yeah. parents, which you know, grandparents or whoever is left, is like, no, she died, and they're like, no, she's in the car, and then no one's in the car. Exactly. Spooky. Exactly. But basically, people have been trying for a long time to prove or, hello, Sanchez, to prove or disprove uh, this story. Right. So, you know, it's a it's an interesting read. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a great it thing to get in people to come to your town. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, you, may, you well, might see Lydia. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, you can kind of draw your own conclusion after you read the story about it. Because yeah. everything that I researched, like I said, I just did a little snippet about them. I mean, because I don't want to, like, sit here and just read and bore people to death. I want to give them the background of it, and then they can go and research it. Yeah, sure. But that is Make the them story. do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot I, of work for I, this I, list. I, 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 give, I give this one a big fat zero, because I've heard this story a million times. I think we even had something like this in New York State, okay. to tell you the truth. Okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I said, I just, I don't want to give everything away. No, of people course. People can read it, draw their yeah. own conclusions. Yes. Okay. So the next one. Mm-hmm. Very excited about this. I'm excited about this because this is right here in Asheville, North Carolina, in Buncombe County, and it's Helen's Bridge. Oh. I'm super excited about it because I've never been there. I've been asked to go there numerous times. I finally gave in to my fears, and we recently took a trip to Helen's Bridge. I got lots of great pictures and stuff. I uh, had a great tour guide mm-hmm. for that day. Tammy, shout out to you. Um, with a lot of history for Helen's Bridge. And I mean, it was just, it was really great there. I didn't feel 
threatened. I didn't feel a heaviness. I didn't feel anything strange or out of the ordinary. Granted, we went during the day. I will right. not go at night. <laughs> no, there's nothing there at night. I've, now, that's the thing. I've been there. I've been there a, no, num, a number of times. Yeah. I mean, drunk, you know, whatever, partying up there and stuff. But we never felt like there was anybody there. Like some woman just showed up at the party or whatever. Yeah. And just like hung out with us and stared at everybody with a deathly stare or something. Right. It, it's, it's a bridge. Well, and I mean, that this one for me is like an oldie but goodie because I've been he- hearing about Helen's Bridge since I was a young teenager, okay? Right. Um, I've heard stories of people going to the bridge and calling out her name, which you kept threatening to do to us. Helen, Helen, <laughs> Helen. But I've heard reports of people calling out her name and then all of a sudden a handprint's burned into the hood of your car. I've heard other claims that you called out her name and then your car wouldn't start so you could leave the area. Oh, that's a little bit spooky to me. So yeah. I, I don't think I've it's ever... It's a little suspect to me. Well, and I don't think I've ever seen a picture or anything to prove that claim. No, if that and makes that's sense. the whole thing. A, burn, a handprint burnt into your car. Think I about think that. Would be all, I mean, that would all be all insane. Over, yeah, I think you'd be able to find that, you know, everywhere. But... Yeah. You know, a little bit of background on Helen's Bridge for right. our listeners. You know, it's it's made of a quarried stone, okay. and it was actually built in 1909. 1909. Yep. So is that when Helen was around? Uh, I, apparently. But it was built to provide access to the nearby Zelandia, Zelandia Mansion. Right. Okay. What we call the castle. Which, yeah, we all call the castle. And the legend talks about a woman named Helen. Right who lived near or at the mansion with her daughter. Now, one of the most interesting things about this is the woman's name was not Helen. There's we we don't no one knows where the name Helen came from. I gotcha. Okay? But after her daughter died in a fire, it was believed that she was so distraught that she hung herself from this bridge. Yes, I've heard that. Okay, and that's where claims come from that she will appear if you call her name. So, but I mean, it's, it's, (laughs) oh my God, it's her. She's in the house. I'm going to tell you what now I have said her name a couple of times, so I hope not, but we're nowhere near the bridge. So I think we're good. Oh, we're we're in the same County. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. So. All right. So I'll I'll give that one another big zero. I've been there numerous times. Never had. So. Nothing. Okay. Well, I didn't know you were going to grade me on these. Well, I so. know I'm. I'm grading them. <coughs> I'm grading. Gra- I'm grading them. So Helen I'm, gets a big fat zero. So I've got two big goose eggs. That's so right. Far. So far, All you're right. starting out strong. Strong. I am starting out strong. All but right. I, like I said, I was excited because I actually got to go and visit it. I got some great pictures. It was a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous day. I mean, the weather was perfect. This was a week ago that mm-hmm. we went, and we had Panera. sorry tammy um so yeah i gotta i gotta elaborate ten dollars for a bowl of chicken noodle soup yeah that was scarier than helen that was scarier than being at helen's bridge sorry laura (laughs) we love you ladies but yeah so I, I loved it. I mean, sitting down, reviewing the pictures and stuff. I mean, I know you were going ape was, shit. I you were was. like, oh, there's an orb. Oh, what's that behind the tree? Oh, I was no, like, that, I was that's like, a homeless guy taking a dump. Oh, it was not. That white sheet was actually <laughs> toilet paper. You are so bad. You're so bad. 
But no, I mean, I have. I've sat down and I, I did get some great pictures. Yes, and some did. great shots. I was very happy <laughs> Folks, about Folks, she that. really, she was combing over these things. Oh, I have. And I am not done combing over these things. No, I will. It was silly. I will. I'm going to zoom in on Oh, jeez Louise. If you hear me scream bloody murder one night when I have my laptop out, just kind of hanging out, reviewing pictures. Oh, you know I, I thought happened. maybe you caught my porn, uh, you, my Pornhub uh, <laughs> page. I wouldn't put that past you. All right. So, okay. All right. So. Number three. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm going to move on a little bit to the myths. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So we have a local myth. Okay. Called the pink lady of the Grove Park Inn. Is this like the pink ladies from Greece? No. Oh. No, no, no Rizzo in the group. But this is also in Asheville, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Buncombe County. And a little bit of history on that. You know, the inn was opened in 1913, and it is still open and operational today. It's to this day. Yeah, it's one of Asheville's most premier places to stay. Yeah, it's like $5,000 a night or something like that, isn't it's, it? It's insane. But, you know, some well-known patrons of the inn have included George Gershwin, Harry Houdini, and even President Obama have there stayed you there. You know, the place is just phenomenal, and I mean, it's... It's really well known for like its world class restaurants and spa. I've eaten there. Yes, I mean, uh, but according to one of its guests, they never left. Or according to legend, one of their guests never left. Never left. Yes, the pink lady. <clears throat> the pink lady, and just a little bit of a brief snippet. Snippet for her. Snippet. Snippet. <laughs> I'm listening to my dog laying at my feet, going. <laughs> He's making his noises. So, but my disclaimer. Far, you know, barking, farting, snoring, anything to do with a pet, you will hear it on our podcast. It could be Helen. It, oh, no, this one is Sanchez. I got sidetracked when I was depressed about Honey Bunny leaving. But anyway, back to my story. The story of the pink lady, stop that. Um, oh. is that <laughs> Sorry. She is a much-loved and kindly spirit. Oh, okay. She's okay. not. So she's not running around scaring she's people. She's not mean. There's no reports ever of her being mean. And I just, I kind of pulled some of the most interesting things off here because this ha- this story has a lot of great reads. Okay. Okay. Um, it's been said that she appear, she can appear mm-hmm. as either a pink mist or a full-on apparition in a pink ball gown. Oh. Now, some reports say that she slipped and fell to her death from the fifth floor balcony. Other reports say that she threw herself from the fifth floor balcony. <laughs> Because there's okay. a big difference between <laughs> slipping and falling and throwing yourself. Basically, she fell to her death from the fifth floor okay. in 1920. And the reason why some people say that she threw herself was because she was rejected by her married lover. By her lover. So, married all right. So, lover. if they say that, does, so what's the woman's name? I have not seen. Is it protected to, uh, or is it I'm not unwritten sure. to protect I, the innocent? I don't know. I never did find her name. I'm going to have to research that. All all she's known as as the Pink Lady. Okay. Okay, and it says that she enjoys being around children, and that it's also believed that she likes to play pranks and tickle the feet of sleeping guests. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go spend the night there. Are right? we? Okay. And she's also reported to be more active around room number 545, which is the room and the balcony where she fell to her death. Oh. Yeah. So that's my, that's my little snippet on the pink lady at the Grove Park Inn. And we should start, we should <clears throat> talk about the, the green man. 
that lives in our house. <laughs> I think you mean the green fog. That, <laughs> that happens after we come out of the bathroom. Our bathrooms are haunted. What are you saying? We. Oh, my goodness. I have the pictures to prove it, mister. Oh, we got to burn matches in this house. There's a lot of match burning. No, that's why there's so many candles in the house. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. So the pink lady, she she gets a, let's see, I'll give pink lady a four out of 10. Well, and I mean, the interesting thing about her is, you know, there have been a lot of people, even to this day, that have had things happen right. that they can't explain. Yeah. And so that was one of the reasons why I found that one so interesting. Yeah. You know? And then they do the ghost things. They always go there and try to find her and stuff like that and take their pictures with her and, you know, get yeah. the t-shirts. Yeah. I got tickled by the pink lady. <laughs> that would be a fun t-shirt. <laughs> that would be hard to explain in some other areas, but. Yeah, well. You know. Well, they don't sell underwear that says that. <laughs> I got tickled by the pink lady. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! The pink lady ghosts <sighs> myths. Yeah, hit me with your next one. Come on. All right, this is one that kind of creeped me out a little bit when I was when I was doing some research Ooh, on it. It creeped you out. Yes, it did kind of creep me out. Oh my God! All right. I'm gonna play this while you're talking. No, because people need to hear me. I think stop, good. stop drowning me. Out. I'm drowning me out. There you go. All right, so this one, and I just pulled a little snippet so people can research this on their own, see the pictures and stuff like that. Okay. It's called The Devil's Tramping Ground. All right. And it's in Bear Creek, North Carolina. Where's Bear Creek? I have no idea, but it's in North <laughs> Carolina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't map it out. All right, so this is a legend okay. that is 120 years old. Holy shit. Yes. Okay. It is about a bare circular patch of land, and it's located in the woods. So is it Bear Creek, like B-E-A-R, nope. or it's B-A-R-E? No, nope. it's B-E-A-R, Bear Creek, oh. like a bear. Um, but it's bear. <laughs> right. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. <laughs> Fuzzy Wuzzy had, had no, no hair. hair. But yeah, it's a circular patch of okay. land that's about 15 feet around. And okay. I mean, there are pictures. You can see the pictures. Okay. Okay. Nothing, absolutely nothing will grow in that 15 foot circumference. Okay. Why? It, <laughs> they said that it is where it's believed that this is where the devil comes to dance. Okay. It, like I said, nothing will grow in that area. And it's even said that animals will not cross across it. They will not cross that 15 foot circular bare patch of land. Okay. Okay. And people have also reported seeing glowing red eyes right in the middle of the circle. Mm. And that is all I'm giving away on the devil's tramping ground. Now, people can go and research it and, you know, learn about it and see the pictures and stuff. But it's another one that's kind of creepy. <clears throat> is it really that creepy, though? I don't know. I've never been it, there. It, and this is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I don't think it's as that. As out in the middle of nowhere as you might think. Okay. But, I mean, it's all these places, the funny thing about it is, it, it kind of gives you directions on how to get everywhere that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. We'll go there then. No, we won't. Go dance with the devil. <laughs> no, I in do. The in, the, in the deep blue sea or whatever. There's <laughs> <laughs> a dark dance with the devil in the something of the night. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I have no That's what the Joker says to, what's her name in Batman. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, we're talking about the, so that was a creepy one for you? Well, yeah. Just looking I mean, at bald patches? Because when you sleep next just, to me, you're weird. looking at a big bald patch on the back of my head, and nothing crosses <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> say, oh my all right, God. I'll give I'll give that one I'll give that one a five. Okay, I'll go over one of the pink ladies just because you got okay. creeped out. I did. I got creeped out on that one. Okay. All right, so the next one. This one's this one's pretty cool. All right. Now, as soon as you turn off all of the background crap and quit playing with everything, I'm just doing my part of the show. I'm the audio engineer. <laughs> the audio engineer that's got. Hands going everywhere. Yeah. You're distracting. You're distracting. Read the story. You're distracting. All right. So, will you please? I'm, I'm gonna reach over this table. The mysterious brown mountain lights. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny to you? The mysterious brown stains. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That just came to my head when you said it like that. And that was great. Okay. Oh, my God. All right, so tell me about the brown lights. Yeah, this is my husband, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me laugh. <laughs> I'm going to pee myself if you don't quit. Okay. So here we go. Okay. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I won't be able to take it. <laughs> Mysterious brown lights. <laughs> brown mountain lights. <laughs> All right, the mysterious lights on brown mountain. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Let's oh. not talk about the brown. <laughs> okay. So, these are in the Linville Gorge area of North Carolina in Burke County. Okay. Okay. Now, these mysterious lights, I left mm-hmm. out the, the B word. The mysterious lights have been appearing in this area for hundreds of years. Okay. okay? All right. I'm sorry. I've got tears rolling down my face. Thanks <laughs> to you. <clears throat> it is believed that Indian maidens are searching for their men who died in battle. Uh-huh. Okay. And they only hang around the Linville Gorge. It's. You're gonna make, it's the mysterious brown mountain <laughs> in the Linville Gorge area of North Carolina in Burke County. And this one was also a really good read because people have got some good pictures of this. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I've, I've had people tell me to go there. Yes, you can actually but... tour it. You can. Um, it is the site of a great battle that was fought between the Cherokee and the Catawba Indians. Okay. All right. Um, people have reported seeing red, yellow, orange, blue, and even white lights. All okay. right. A lot of people throughout the years have tried to explain it, the reason behind the mysterious lights, and they there's theories that have been debunked, uh, debated, and argued about. All right. So it's um, not like swamp gas, because that's a big thing, that you get weird lights and glowing from swamps. No, I didn't read anything about that. But one of the fun things, why, why I want to talk about this, is because these lights are so famous that an episode of the X-Files titled Field Trip is in reference to these mysterious lights. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of articles online that talk about them. It is a super interesting read. So that's all I'm going to give away about it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I guess they actually 
from what I read, if I read everything correctly, that Mulder, was he the guy? Yeah, Fox. Yeah, he, uh, I believe he actually came here and did oh. research or something to for that episode. But it was it was really cool. Yeah, okay. So really the cool. brown lights. I mean, the, the uh, brown mountain lights. The mysterious, let me see. Okay, so you got me so. I got you all messed up. Here. I don't even know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious brown mountain light. Oh, a brown okay, brown mountain. Brown cow. <laughs> How now, brown How mountain? How now, brown cow? All right. All right. Okay. Uh, wow. That one I will. That, that one I will. I will pop up to seven because when I first moved here and one of my first Halloweens here, I was like, "Hey, is there anything to do for Halloween?" And everybody was like, "You know, need to go to Brown Mountain." And I was like. I don't even know what the <laughs> hell is Brown Mountain. See, my mind went somewhere totally different on that statement, but okay. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. Now, this one is called The Siren of the French Broad. Okay. And this runs through several counties and two states. Oh, wow. Okay. So, this is just a little... Quick little piece of history right. on the French Broad River. All right. All right. And the size of it. This river f- flows through Buncombe, Henderson, Transylvania, and Madison County in North Carolina. Okay. It starts in Transylvania County. Yes. It also runs through. You're going to. Oh, give it to me. Cock, <coughs> Severe. <laughs> Jefferson. It's a good thing that you put them in the other way and it wasn't severe cock. Right. And I did that on purpose. Thank you. Cock, severe, Jefferson, and Knox counties in Tennessee. All right. Uh, so so the river, in, in, isn't it the French Broad, doesn't it run south to north or drains, something like that? It also drains large portions of the Cherokee National Forest and Pisgah National Forest. Oh. So, you Does know, it drain in the cock? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, but see, it's C-O-C-K-E. That's the spelling. C-O-C-K-E. Okay. Cocky. I thought that was cook. Cook Cook is C-O-O-K-E. I don't know. I think Maybe that's, it was a typo I think and someone just made me say the word cock. I think you have a dirty mind and you thought it was <sighs> Cock County. Whatever. I, I will I will. read What's the high that. school football team there? The penises? <laughs> <laughs> It's the cock penises. Oh, my God. All right, go on with your, your All story. Right. So, I just wanted to give a little bit of history on just how big the French Broad River is. Yeah, you'll never make it as a teacher. Oh, jeez. All right, come on. Not if I can't get the names right. All right, so the stories behind the siren are said to be about a beautiful, dark-haired, dark-eyed woman mm-hmm. who mesmerizes men by invading their dreams while they are sleeping on a camping trip. Because, you know, all of that area, all of those places that I just named are huge for camping. Right. Okay? And it says, the story says that the siren sings to her victims and wakes them before dawn. All right? But once she is fully inside of of their subconscious and they are so mesmerized just staring into the water, that's when nightfall comes. All so, right. wait a minute. <clears throat> You're telling me 
This is before over a couple dawn. Of days. No, this is over a couple of days. Oh, One of okay. The stories that I read, they, they go mad over a couple of days. Yes, that it's because you know while they're sleeping, like I said, she mesmerizes them by singing to them. Okay. And local reports and things have said about you know people who've went camping and end up missing and stuff like that, and it's just this is kind of this is kind of how the story lays out. Yeah. All right, is that over a couple of days, you know, she's just mesmerizing you. And so, like, once you're fully mesmerized and mm-hmm. you're just kind of staring into the water, that's when nightfall will happen. Okay. And you're so mesmerized by her, you know, you're there okay. right by the water. You're at the edge of the water. And what it's believed that she will appear to them fully naked mm. and coming up out of the water. All right. Is that happening in Cock County, too? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. And she appears as a gorgeous woman, but having the feeling of cold, scaly skin. And when the man reaches out to touch her, it is believed that she grabs them around their arm and digs into their flesh with her claws and pulls them into the dark water, claiming the next victim. Okay? Now... That's every man's (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife. That's good. The only thing that I found at fault with this one is if if she's pulling her victims in and she's claiming her victims, okay, who is around to tell the story? Who survived this dream or this mesmerization by this gorgeous Yeah, woman? how do they know all this? How do they know all this? So... That's where my mind went when I was sitting there reading and it. And that's, I mean, that's the mind of a skeptic because you're like, how do they know this happens? How do they know that right. they get into, into anybody's dreams? I mean, how many people have disappeared because of her and not right. because they just got lost somewhere? Or and, they got sucked down in the French broad that yeah. has god-awful currents and everything else. I mean, exactly. that's, that's one of the rivers I would never, ever yeah. even stick that, my big toe that's, in. That's one of those ones where it's, it's eh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I it, it that's an interesting story. Yes. I will give you that. It's good for horror movies and stuff, but yes. as far as something I would believe in, nah. Okay. Well, see, and that's why I said that's that's one of the ones that I was like, huh. How do they know that this is happening if she's taking their lives? Yeah, I mean, exactly. They, did someone just make up this myth or this old folklore or this tale or whatever just to kind of add adventure to all of this yeah well how does did it give you anything of like oh, how long this has been going all on kinds of stuff you can read about her online oh, i mean okay. people have written article after article everything that i've researched and everything we're talking about today you can find tons of stuff about online okay <clears throat> some are very contradictive stories and then you know but there are people that believe this stuff no of course there know? are so nuts all right Oh, stop it! Here we go. <laughs> that one I give. That one I give a total zero. That is, I, I, I find that one extremely hard to even. You know why I picked it, right? You, you know because it's I, a evil woman. <laughs> <laughs> because it talks about the beautiful naked woman. Oh, I thought maybe because I could, an, I could picture, I could see it on your face when I was talking about it. You're picturing this beautiful buxom woman coming out of the water. At oh you. yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> hitting on. her with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love thought. you. I thought, I thought maybe it was because of Cock County. <laughs> oh, my Lord, have mercy. All right, here's another one. Okay. Local to our area, 
right here in Asheville, North Carolina, Buncombe County. All right. And it's the Biltmore Estate. Now. The whole house? Yes. It's the Biltmore Estate. Okay. That's that's what it's listed at. And like I said, I pulled some snippets because there is so much interesting stuff about the Biltmore Estate. Are you getting paid for this? No. Oh, okay. I wish. Just making sure. No. But one of the things, you know, a little bit on that, it. The Biltmore Estate is the largest privately owned home yeah. in the United States. Yes. It's been featured in movies. Right. It's one of the biggest attractions in our area to out-of-state visitors as well. Are you sure you're not getting paid for this? I'm absolutely <laughs> okay. positive. But its history is a great, re- a great read, and it is believed that many of the Vanderbilts are still enjoying the large, impressive home in their afterlife. Okay? Okay. So, there have been all kinds of reports of paranormal activity in this home. With sightings of George himself in the library. Okay. Which is George Vanderbilt. And then the large pool located in the basement being a very active hotspot. Well, they say water well, is, yeah. is one of those places. That... And some of the pictures that I saw, there's not any water in the pool anymore. But it says even... Re- Maybe there's ghost water. There could be. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Okay. But it's saying that around the pool, the people hear reports of Edith, or people have reported hearing Edith, George's wife, mm-hmm. calling out his name in that area. All right? Mm. And they say that the pool room is the most haunted room in the whole house. Okay. And, I mean, like I said, the house has a lot of history, a lot of great reads. Um, I toured it back in elementary school, like okay. sixth grade or something like that. So I wasn't super young, but... You know, I've always wanted to go back there as an adult, walk the grounds. They've got amazingly gorgeous vineyards and stuff now. So, Are you sure um, you're not getting paid for this? I'm absolutely positive. <laughs> you holding but, out? No. <laughs> no, I'm not holding out. But I, I mean, that one's got some, that one's got a lot of great, great stories too. I have lived in this area for 30 years and I have never been there. Hmm. Never been there. Never what? wanted to go. It doesn't do anything for me. Really? Yeah. Old, old. Stuff like that. Oh, my God. Uh, that one I'll give you. I'll give you a seven on that one because yeah. that's, you know, it's old and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that could happen. Sure. Exactly. I just want to hear Edith calling out George's name. That probably not because I'd probably run and she'd be like, George, George. You know, Edith Bunker. <laughs> yes, I, I, I got that. Thank you. All okay. right. So. You saving the best for last. No. Things left. Here, oh, okay. So. All right. I wasn't sure. You, the way you were stamping stuff around, I thought no. maybe it was the last one. So, All right, which cup? This I just want to kind of throw in there because, and this is something that I was talking about with Tammy the other day. Um, this is road trips throughout North Carolina. Okay. All right. I found two featured planned out road trips for North Carolina that might be kind of interesting to do. Okay. The first one plans the trip so you can visit the most haunted towns in North Carolina. All right. The second one plans a trip so you can visit the scariest places in North Carolina. Okay. But a lot of stuff, a lot of information on it online. You can find out all about them. I just wanted to throw that in there and mention it to anyone that's been listening and really gets into the whole, you know, Halloween and spooky and paranormal and everything. There is actually two planned out road trips that you can take throughout that. 
On that scariest one, I'm surprised my underwear drawer isn't on the itinerary. My Lord have mercy. If I start seeing people pulling in to look at your underwear, we have a problem. (laughs) All right. Because I don't wear any. (laughs) Oh, my word. (sighs) Sorry, folks. All right. So my next one. You ready? Yeah. All right. This is called Crybaby Lane in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. All right. Um, This one's kind of sad. All right. But the more I read, the more I was kind of drawn into this story. I gotcha. All right. And the story behind this legend, it's like I said, it's scary and it's sad. But Crybaby Lane was the site of a Roman Catholic orphanage. Okay. It housed both boys and girls. Mm -hmm. And in 1958, a horrible fire broke out in the orphanage and several of the children did not make it out. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, The entire building was gutted by the fire and several months later, what remained was torn down and hauled away. Okay. All right. And even though grass has already grown back on the site, I mean, there's pictures all over. You can find them everywhere. Um, The city started receiving complaints about a heavy smell of smoke in the air. Mm. And like I said, you know, everything had already been torn down, hauled away. Grass has regrown in this whole area, the whole nine yards. But people reported feeling like their lungs were filling up with smoke, choking when they were out walking in the fields. And there were also reports of voices. Mm. People could hear voices. It's like voices would fill the air. It'd start out like kind of quiet and then it would get louder and louder. Okay. And people have reported hearing children crying, screaming in fear and pain. And, you know, people were saying that the screams of the orphan children who had perished in the fire could still be heard. So, all right. So that one gets to me a little bit. But well, I mean, so. Well, and here's one last interesting fact. Most of the houses that surround this area Uh where that orphanage once stood have now been abandoned. Wow. Yeah. So having an empty field next to you. But you, uh, like Knocks I said, the so people moved out because people were hearing well, cries hearing and cries stuff, and and kids crying. And this is, and you like said this smoke. was Roman Catholic. It was a Roman Catholic orphanage. Yeah. Uh, um. Anybody who listens is like a theologist. I mean, they they they're you know Roman Catholics. They're Roman Catholics. There mm-hmm. shouldn't be anything. There shouldn't be any ghosts after Roman Catholics die over there because the, you know they're all say you know. They this go to heaven, right? Raleigh, North thing. Carolina. But this, how do we know that the boys and girls that perished were Roman Catholics? Because they were probably indoctrinated Catholic into it. Orphanage. Yeah, but they were probably indoctrinated into it. They were all kind <laughs> of Catholics through osmosis. Okay. All right. Well, that one, I'll give you a six on that one. All right. Especially if everybody's moving out around it. Oh, know, yeah. That's I mean, everything I read, it's like, it's it's almost kind of like a little bit of a ghost town. And if I'm not mistaken, Crybaby Lane is on one of those road trips I was talking about. And that's actually, the name of it is Crybaby Lane? Oh, Crybaby Lane. It was named that. Mm-hmm. After the fire, or was yeah. it always that? I think what I read was maybe after the fire. Okay. But it says Crybaby Lane was the site of a Roman Catholic orphanage. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, so another one that I'm going to talk about. It was spooky. It was kind of spooky, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's why I said it was kind of scary, kind of sad. Um, I've actually been to this place. Okay. I've actually had photos taken at this place for mm-hmm. one of my uh, books that have been published. And it's Riverside Cemetery 
Oh, yeah. Again, Asheville, North Carolina, and Buncombe County. Now, in Monford area. Yeah. Uh, Riverside Cemetery has over 13,000 people buried there. Okay. That's a lot. Including some of Asheville's most prominent and wealthy citizens. Mm -hmm. Thomas Wolfe is buried there. Dig him up and get rid of him. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> But this cemetery once served as a battlefield for one of the final bloody battles between the North and the South. You know, it's nowhere near as big as like um, Gettysburg and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it, it was one of the sites. They fought the Civil War in Asheville. It says it was served as a battlefield for one of the final hmm, bloody battles between the North I and the South. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And it says that there have been reports of apparitions in the cemetery including some that are dressed like Civil War soldiers. Oh. Yeah. And then, like I said, you know, just a fun side note, this is where the cemetery where we had professional photos done. Yes. With a local yes. photographer for one of my books. And uh, we're actually planning on visiting this one again, taking some pictures and stuff and doing that. But, right. yeah, I mean, I wanted to, to kind of throw that in there because that one does have some history and, and you can kind of read up about that too right. online. So, and it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty big... Cemetery. It is a very large cemetery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the area's oldest ones, I think, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Moving on. Okay. We talked about this with one of our guests this month. All right. Irwin High School. Ah. In Asheville, North Carolina. Again. Actually, two of our guests. Two of our guests. Buncombe County. Uh, we talked about this one with our guest, Jamie. Um, and George. And George. But... I just wanted to kind of, you know, touch base on it again with some of the notes that I found. Okay. Um, before the high school was built and the land that it sits on, it was used as a potter's field. Okay. Or a, a burial had ground. potter's graves. Yes. It was, it says it was used as a potter's field or a burial ground for poor citizens, yeah. which we all know what a potter's field is. Um, but it was said that more than a thousand bodies were removed and now those same bodies are buried Near an elementary school. How mm. creepy is that? Um, it's even said that all the bodies were not removed before the high school was built. Of course not. All right. Which is causing it to be full of paranormal activity. Um, some of the reports okay. say that there are blinking and flickering lights in the school. Loud banging noises. Um And, you know, a professional that was hired to remove the remains in the burial ground was accused of doing an extremely poor job of it. Um, Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, there were bones everywhere, and students were actually using the human remains to play practical jokes on people. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Now, when when was this built? When would you know when it, did they say it did, was built? That, again, you can read all the history on this, but one particular morning, and this was featured on the news, okay, Area residents woke up to find human skulls mounted on their fence post throughout the community. Holy cow. Yes. And it has believed that that is one of the things that has led to the school being so haunted. It's because people are messing with the dead bodies and stuff. Because people are messing with the dead bodies and the bones and stuff. Mm. And I mean, yeah, teachers and janitors both have reported all kinds of paranormal things happening throughout the school. That's crazy. Yeah. So I just, I wanted to kind of touch on that and give everybody a little bit yeah. of a, a backstory on that with, you know, because we've talked, I mean, it's been talked about so much this month. I mean, yeah. it is very well known in this area. So, all right. Now. I give that one uh, 
Well, since George and, and, and Jamie talked about it, I'll give that one a, a nine. Okay. Very cool. And it's got real dead bodies in it. <clears throat> yes. Everything else we had, there's no proof of any dead bodies. That no, one's that got, one, that one had that proof. That one's got proof of dead bodies. Yeah, so. that one had proof. It made the news. Yeah. <laughs> the skulls on the fence post. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to do just a little bit of a fun thing for people who, you know, like to travel and they like to do like the haunted hotels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So North Carolina, I found a list online of the 10 most haunted hotels in North Carolina. Oh, wow. All right. And I wanted to share the list. So if anybody's interested, they can do some research on them. Okay. Sure. Of course. Now, are these all rentable hotels? (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Number one, we talked about already. It's the Grove Park Inn. Okay. Number two, that one, Grove Park Inn's in Asheville, North Carolina. Number two, the Green Park Inn in Blowing Rock, North Carolina. Okay. Number three is the Carolina Inn in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Okay. Number four is the 1889 White Gate Inn, and it's in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh. Number five is the 1927 Lake Lore Inn and Spa in Lake Lore, North Carolina. That's close. Yes. Uh, number six is the Winds Resort Beach Club in Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. I don't know where that is. <laughs> number seven is the Brunswick Inn in Southport, North Carolina. Okay. Number eight is the Balsam Mountain Inn in Balsam, North Carolina. Number nine, another one, Asheville Seasons Bed and Breakfast in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. And number 10 is the Harvey Mansion Historic Inn in New Bern, North Carolina. That's out. East, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and folks, go and get a room there. Yeah, there's 10. Get tickled by the pink lady <laughs> for $5,000 a night. <laughs> yeah, Someone right. better tickle me In other than if I'm paying, paying that kind of money. <laughs> right. All right. I don't care if it's the girl at the front desk comes up in a pink shroud. Oh my tickle God. my feet. Yeah. Tickle me. Tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you tell that we're tired? All right. So, I feel like I saved the best for last. Okay. Because the best you for see, last. Okay. I, I took quite a few All notes. Right. All right. Hold on. Oh, my God. This is... What? The best I saved is the best. last. Oh, my God. Stop it. I saved the best for last, in okay. my opinion. Okay. okay? Um, and because as we know, I mean, this area, Cherokee, North Carolina... Has a lot of legends and stuff that. This come isn't out of Cherokee, it. North I Carolina. I didn't say that. I said it. You know, we have Cherokee, North Carolina in this area, and okay. it has a lot of myths and legends and stuff like that that come out of it. Okay, right. so this is this is all of Western North Carolina. Okay. This is what this covers, and this one is called the Wampus Cat. All right. Okay. The W A M P U S. Now, when I moved down here, someone. Said something about a daddy wampus. What is that? Is that the same thing? No. <clears throat> no, it is not the same thing. All right. So this one is, I mean, it's just, it's a remarkably interesting read and I, I couldn't help but read it all. Okay. okay. Um, so you're saying you didn't read all of the other ones? I, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, and we, you know, we've had a couple of our guests this month mention the Cherokee Indians. Yes. So I wanted to do some research on them myself. Okay. So this is how the legend goes. Okay. 
People say that the Wampus Cat was once a beautiful Cherokee woman. It's always a woman. <sighs> Jesus. Her husband, as well as other men, would be the ones to go out and hunt, of course, which is... Yeah, that's, that's uh, what that's, men do. You know, right? That's, they're, they're the hunters and the women are the homemakers or whatever. Right. And, you know, before every hunt, they had a ritual that women were absolutely banned from being a part of. They were forbidden to know anything about it, and her, their husbands were not even allowed to speak with them about it, okay? Oh, it must have been some dirty stuff. <sighs> so, of course, she's a woman. I'm sorry, ladies, but, you know, I'm a cat. Curiosity killed the cat. Her curiosity got the better of her. <clears throat> oh, boy. So, she decided to follow them one night, and she tried to disguise herself in a cougar skin. The actual skin of a cougar. So she could see the ritual. Right. All right. But sadly, when she got too close, she was seen. All right. She was dragged into the ritual circle by the men, and the sorcerer punished her by casting a spell on her. Oh, my gosh. Now, that one right there, uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, what did her husband do? Because it never mentions anything. He didn't do shit. I know, right? Men. But the legend says that the cougar skin she was wearing was turned into her own skin. And that is the legend. And that's how we got cougars oh, and milfs. <laughs> <laughs> but that is how the legend of the wampus cat was born. Okay. She's half woman, half cougar. All right. <laughs> like any woman over 40. <laughs> there you go. There you, go. you are so bad. Okay. Um, and she was cursed to live in the woods forever. Oh. Now, Strange things started happening around properties in in hill in like the hills areas like farm animals go missing. Mm -hmm. Strange cries can be heard. Objects are disturbed or being destroyed, and locals say it's the wampus cat roaming around. Now or is this back in the old days? This, I, like I said, these there are so many stories revolving around the wampus cat. I pulled all of the best stuff out. Maybe that's what's scratching up our back oh, porch. Oh, stop it. But, I, I mean, I wanted to add, you know, that while the main figure in the story of the Wampus Cat is said to be that of a Cherokee woman, mm -hmm. it is a story told about the Cherokee rather than a Cherokee story. You know, because you remember, um, it was something we talked about with our guest George on an episode. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the legends that the Cherokee tribe has passed down through generations. So what is it supposed to signify? Women stay out of men's business. That's well, that's why they keep those it's, things. It's, it's believed that the wampus cat itself goes back way farther than the story that is told today. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, you can read a lot about this. I just thought it was interesting because a lot of people have heard of and know about the Cherokee Indians. And they are very, like we talked about, they pass down through generations the, the stories and the, the tales and stuff. Yeah. And, and they, it never changes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, some people outside of that can embellish it or change it or do whatever they want. Yeah, like the, the, the girl standing by the side of the road. Right, right. You know, you get ghost stories. They're right. not giving you ghost stories. They're a story to tell and, and so you learn a message by it. Right. But, you, you know, I think the point being with some of the things that they talk about with the Wampus Cat is that like, this is a true... Um, I mean, the Cherokee people aren't story sitting there. Story that is told by the Cherokee. Yeah, but they're not sitting there going like, oh, the farm, you know, 
Yeah. The uh, white man's farms are being messed with by the Wampus Cat. They don't mention that. They just talk no. about the fact that this woman invaded a, a patriarchal mm-hmm. situation and they turned her into a giant they cursed cat. Her. Yeah, they cursed yeah. her. So just yeah, it's that's a, her name, the Wampus Cat. It's just a, it's it's a story on. It, sadly, it's it's a, one of those stories where it's like telling you know little girls at night before you go to bed. You know, like if they ask too many questions of dad or whatever, Ouch. then it's like you know, oh, you better you better not do that. You're going to turn into a Wampus Cat. I've never said that to one of my daughters. You're not Cherokee either. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I just, like I said, I thought this, I thought the story was really interesting. I thought the facts were really good. And, like I said, it just, it drew me in. I read everything I could read about yeah. that. God, we're just beating I'm the hell out of ourselves. the hell tonight. out of everything tonight. Um, but, yeah, I read everything I could read on that. And, like, I, I didn't give a, I didn't read everything. I mean, my God, I'd be here for a day trying to read everything that right. I found out about her. But, you know, it just... It was very intriguing, and and like the history and the story and stuff like that. So, and yeah. I was I was really intrigued by it. Out of out of uh, respect for the Cherokee tribe here in North Carolina, mm-hmm. I would give that one a ten. Awesome, awesome. Even though I don't believe it, <laughs> that's because you are the true skeptic. I am. So, but I that think, is that is my list. I mean, what do you think? How'd I do? I think that was a good list of stuff. I do you too. you work very good at putting lists together. I am very good. I'm very <laughs> good at doing my head. research. So, yeah, but you're no, a I researcher. just I wanted to stay in line with the whole Halloween Halloween thing. theme and, yeah. and kind of getting to know. I mean, I'm really interested in like one of the tours. I don't I don't know if I could do the scariest. I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would definitely I not go to any, any of these of places at night. I would no. not. And that's the whole time you're supposed to go. No, I don't think so. Well, that's what makes it scary. You want. I think you can visit. Anytime you can you drive want. into the worst neighborhood in Asheville during the day and not be scared. You drive into the worst Ash neighborhood in Asheville at night. You're scared. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. yeah. I so get that, the, I'm just saying. But no, you don't I, go to these things during the day. That's silly. I have no intentions on going at night. Well, either. then you're not going anywhere anyway. <laughs> Hey, I am not about to put myself in a situation. I mean, I somewhat kind of believe there's something that could happen, but I'm also I'm I'm a little skeptical about things. Well, it's just so, like uh, we when we went up to Helen's Bridge, you yes. know, we went up with Tammy uh, <clears throat> and Laura. Yeah, thank you. I had a, something caught my throat. And one of the things that Laura said is she, you know, she doesn't even believe that anything's like really happened there. She doesn't think there's a Helen. But the thing is that that makes her uncomfortable is that mm-hmm. people have gone up there and done things like seances and Ouija right. boards. Right. And so what has that, what could have that unleashed right. in the area? Well, and I mean, people have and done. And I can see that. Yeah. People have done ghost hunts up there. And yeah. you're right. They've done all kinds of rituals and. One of the things that I that I think is sad is people taking parts of the parts bridge. of the bridge. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, you know? and you'd think in another fifty years that's not going to be there anyways. No, they're, they're going to find some way of, especially in Asheville on that mountain, that's they'll sad. find tear it down and put houses up. Yeah, but I mean, it's got such a cool history. It does, know? and it's a cool bridge. I mean, yeah. it's funny. Like I said, when we got up there, uh, it was a lot smaller than I remember. It was I remember a lot it, smaller than I thought it was going to be. Oh, hello, Keeks. She's yeah. about to get to her microphone for you. But I mean, I it is. It it, it I I I remember it being kind of bigger. But then again, that's 
25 years of growth on right. that bridge since right. the last time I've been there. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I was there in my early 20s hanging out drinking beers and stuff. Right. Well, and I mean, it's, you know, it's that whole thing, too, is like they people have tried to fence it in and, and try to preserve oh, yeah. it and keep it nice. And you got people, you know, doing graffiti up there yeah. and tear, trying to tear down the fences to kind of go over and see like the burned down rock house and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. you know. But, uh, but yeah. just remember, fences aren't meant to keep you out. It's, it's meant, meant to, to keep, keep something in. Exactly. Scary. There you go. There's something scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all that stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I just, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, you can get unnerved driving mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's some ghost stories. There's a, a road in New Jersey where people will be driving and a white truck follows them and like, we'll back off and turn the lights off and turn the lights on when it's right up on your bumper and things Mm. like that. Mm. And they call it a haunted road, even though it's, it's a white truck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's, you know, the ghostly things. That's it. Like I said, once again, it's kind of hard for me to believe. I mean, it's, you know, well, and I mean, especially when they're and the worst part is, especially when they're old stories, right? Because at that point, you, you know, don't know, they how may many say times it was it's been passed down and changed, right? And it could yeah. have been on uh, what? James Street that this thing happened, but all of a sudden it's moved over to Cry Baby Lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's it's one of those right. things where no one knows, no one knows where it came from, no one knows where it's going to go. You know, a hundred years from now, it'll be. You know, a hundred miles east of where it actually happened. Right, so, right. yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, it's that whole thing of you start you you start one thing here, you tell ten people, yeah, and by the, the time game. it gets to the end, it's the story's completely changed. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just thought, like I said, I thought it'd be fun to kind of keep in the spirit of Halloween centric October for us. It's been so much fun this month. Yeah. We've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, um, and you know. I'm I'm trying to be open minded about a lot of things, but you know, if something scares the the hell out of me, then I'm I, I may not do another Halloween. <laughs> drink. I don't know. <laughs> so everybody, that was cats. What would you call it? Your Halloween places list. Yeah, it's my North Carolina legends, myths, and spooky facts. There you go. Yeah. Bring up the music. Oh my goodness. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> okay, that was enough of that. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so anything else you want to mention? Yeah, everybody. Uh, I just got. Yes. The, I, I, I don't know what you'd call it. I guess it's the uh, first print of the astronaut graphic novel collecting the first four issues of the astronaut the it, only four issues gorgeous. right now it's gorgeous it is beautiful i've been going through it i've got a uh, this copy in my hot little hands here mm-hmm. flipping through it yep um there's a couple things i need to change in it um a couple of things i need to add to it yeah but i'm hoping 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 uh, check out our all our social media and everything because i'll have pictures of it and all that good stuff yep 
But um, I'm hoping the first of the year um, to start a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo, something to get this thing out and print it up. And uh, I've got, like I said, I've got ideas for a lot of other cool things to go along with it. So you've already got people wanting to buy it. So I already have some people that have that are well like wow this looks great yeah but you got to tweak it first you're an artist everything you know everything has to be perfect i've got to tweak everything i know you do i tweak around the house i'm just (laughs) tweaky tweaky oh i know you (laughs) (laughs) i twerk i twerk and i tweak there you go but um it looks great uh we'll Mm -hmm. put we'll post some pictures on uh our instagram and all that good stuff just to see let your people see and you know like hey you never know exactly you're a big fan of the show maybe you're a big fan of me Maybe you're a big fan of the astronaut. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But, hit us up at Baron's House of Chaos at gmail.com if that's you right. want to get on the pre order list. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It's a great, great looking graphic novel. It is. It, I'm it, very I am. With it. It, it, I was very surprised because, yeah. you know, you see others and you're like, well, that looks okay. But when I opened up the package, I was like, holy shit, that looks like a real graphic novel. A real graphic novel, it but is. I mean, it's, it and it's very like, graphic. <laughs> well, <yeah>. It's a <laughs> graphic, graphic novel. There you go. No, but I did edit. Did uh, that's one of the things, stuff. folks. Uh, I, as going is like one of the things that I'm gonna shoot along with the Kickstarter is that uh, issue number one of the astronaut is no longer available. Yep, and it's because of the fact that it was uh, it had some graphic stuff in it. And so what that's going to happen is if you go to a certain tier in my crowdfunding endeavors, uh, you will actually get an actual copy of issue number one. So I'm holding withholding issue one now just yep. to make it meatier and eh, really to get you people to spend some more money on me. <laughs> that's well, really how your it fans is. love you and, and I'm sure they will. And I love them. I know you do. I'm going to tickle them. I'm going to dress in pink. And tickle them. And tickle their feet. God. Oh my God. Okay. You heard it here, folks. So anyways, if you want to get in touch with me or Kat, Baron's House of Chaos at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. That's right. I mean, we're everywhere. We're ever we're like cockroaches. <laughs> Just don't spray us with rage. Please. please. No. But yeah, I mean we've uh, and I want to say a huge, huge thank you to all of our guests that have joined us so far on our podcast. Um, I think we're what 33 episodes in and, and we're just, our fan base has grown tremendously. So much. It's really cool. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, this we're was, killing it. We're over 700 downloads. Yes. And we are just ecstatic. So yeah, we're excited. Yes. So thank you to everyone who listens religiously every week and, yep. you know, hanging in there with us and having fun with us and. You know, we're always going to keep it real and and have fun with you. And we're going to start. We're going to do start doing some ads. Yep. As uh, once this month is over, uh, we've got some favorite foods and and all that stuff we want to start promoting. So those people start paying us to do this show. (laughs) We need to get paid. We'll see. Mama got to get paid. That's right. You still ain't paid me my dollar per episode for my disclaimer. So, uh, I'm trying to help you out until tax season. Oh, okay. All right, that's awesome. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want you to have to pay taxes. Oh, true. Other than true. other, you know, unlike other people who don't pay taxes, apparently. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, singer. Yeah. All right, but uh, I got a message for everybody. Happy Halloween. Oh, I forgot I had that on the board. Oh, huh? that was scary. Creepy. Let's hear that one more time. Happy Halloween. Oh. 
So from Baron's House of Chaos, this is Chris. I'm Kat. Folks, have a great week. Wash your hands, social distance, be kind to each other, be good to each other, and have a fantastic week ahead. And we're going to have a big surprise, hopefully for everybody, on Halloween night. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned. (laughs) All right, we're out of here. We out. We out.